Hello, and welcome to the Four Bronx Community Podcast. My name is Laura Levine Pinedo, and I am the founder and the director of the Four Bronx Project. My journey has led me to such amazing neighbors with such interesting stories, and I am ready to share them with you. I invite you to join us as we meet members of our community, such as small business owners and so much more. Let's support local, and let's have a cup of tea together and chat about all things community. Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. We are joined today with Dennis Hajia. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Hey, Laura. I'm good. And yourself? Good. And I'm really good because you brought us a little gift here. Angie and I are very excited. Um, San Pellegrino uh, seltzer water, passion fruit and grapefruit. For all our future guests, we love and accept gifts. We love <laughs> gifts. So thank you for bringing this. We oh, needed of this. So Dennis, born and raised in New York City, Dennis's passion for all he does effort stemmed from his devoted family and neighbors. He is currently a real estate agent at Brown Harris Stevens, specializing in the Manhattan and Riverdale markets. A recent graduate of Manhattan College, Dennis is already a heavily involved alum who also represented the student body on the board of trustees. Throughout his time on campus, he oversaw the swift growth of the real estate minor and programs, as well as hosted distinguished panelists, organized tours of some of New York's top developments, and led a partnership with Cornet Global, an international nonprofit association, all while serving on four different advisory boards. Outside the office, Dennis loves to paint, play tennis, host art classes, travel, and volunteer with local nonprofit organizations, most notably fighting food insecurity with the friendly fridge. An avid horticulturalist, Dennis can often be found hiking and volunteering at local gardens such as Wave Hill, as well as working with his co-ops board on landscaping and aesthetic affairs. Dennis lives in Riverdale, which he refers to as the hidden gem of New York, and where he currently serves on the board of the Riverdale Main Streets Alliance. He is fluent in Albanian. Welcome, Dennis. Thank you. So happy to be here. So we met... um, we were we met for like Thanksgiving um, when we were trying to do a food drive. You do a food drive every year for Friendly Fridge. Correct. And I thought I had everything together, and then I met you. And you were in Manhattan College at the time. Yes. You're so young and so driven, and you have such a fire inside of you to help the community. It's really, really remarkable. And I look up to you, and thank you for all that you do. Oh, well, don't make me blush. Uh, You're a huge <laughs> influence. Oh, please. <laughs> um, like, you know, what drives you to be so involved in this community? Oh, of course, the people. I've lived here for more than 16 years now, almost most of my life, and the people, every day I meet new people, whether it's neighbors, friends, friends from school, friends from local businesses, and everyone just has a different story and experience, and I just love it, and it drives me to, you know, just do more in the community. I think it's so important to be involved, and that's something that lacks in a lot of communities, especially in a big place like New York City. Just having a tight-knit community can make a huge difference in your daily life. And how old are you, may I ask? 22. So you're 22, and you have all this passion. I mean, kids your age, are people your age are like, they don't care about this stuff. They, you know, they just want to go shopping and want to hang out and like go to, you know, it's just amazing that you are so involved at such a young age. It's really, really remarkable, and it's something that you know other young people should look for, you know, look to, up to you for, and and aspire to be like you. Um, so, you're Albanian. Yes. Now, I have a lot of respect for the Albanian population. I think they are very, very hard workers. Um, and you know, I have noticed an increase in Albanian-owned businesses in Riverdale. How does this make you feel? 
Oh, I mean, it's it feels like it's literally home. I mean, there's Dino, Salvatore, Saver, Yo Burger, Deli Hair, Lachie, Greystone Coffee, plus so many independent contractors such as designers, architects, brokers, etc. You know, it's great seeing all these businesses because not only is there you know great services and delicious food, but you feel at home. You know. Um, my family, I have a lot of family that also lives in Riverdale, a lot of relatives and family friends. Um, we've always known Arthur Avenue in the Bronx, Italy, to be the hub of right. Albanian businesses. So having so many pop up here in our local abode, it's a great feeling. And I, and I believe that the Albanian population, they want to be part of the community. They care for their community. Yes. And they don't want anything bad happening to it. You know, like they really care about like crime and, and just making a community flourish and Oh you know? yes, it's we're very old school and tight knit, yes. as you may know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's awesome. I really I really see a, a huge Albanian influence here in Riverdale, and I love it. I really really love it. Oh, thanks. I think you should start an Albanian business. Um, you never say association. never. Association. Never say like never. Like you don't have enough to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you are with Brown Harris Stevens. Correct. And you are an agent. Correct. So what is how is the real estate situation currently in Riverdale right now? So I mainly in Manhattan. I work with an amazing broker, Matthew Hughes, but I also, you know, very involved in Riverdale. So we actually just had our Q2, which is the second quarter market reports come out. So basically we had a pretty challenging start to the year, which set us back to below pre-pandemic sales volume levels. We were always talking about how we're reaching pre-pandemic, but now we're below that. But we did have a slower than usual yet overall healthy spring residential market here in New York City. There are some pretty reassuring grounds for the rest of the year, though, as the U.S. inflation rate has dropped to its lowest level in two years, while interest rate hikes were paused for the first time after 10 consecutive increases since March of 2022. Also, the banking crisis has seen some major alleviation, and also there's a lot of more workers returning back to the office in person. It's also important to note that this past June was actually one of the strongest months for the luxury market in more than a decade. Here in Riverdale, the average apartment price has actually rose 13% over the past year, while the average price of single-family homes remain unchanged. Another thing I've noticed is that there's been a lot of off-market deals. Even on a personal note, my family, we just bought a new co-op five months ago in the same building, Okay. Um, and it was an off-market deal, and I've noticed a lot of people are doing that. When there's something that they want, they will go with their broker and write letters and mailers and knock on the doors. If they want it, they'll get it. And look, you know, considering the market, there's not much we could do. There's always external factors, but at the end of the day, people always have to move. There's always going to be upsizing, downsizing, divorce, death, kids going off to school. People always have to move. Not everyone could just sit and wait for the market to improve. Right. Right. I am noticing in Riverdale because I redirect a lot of, you know, clothing and, yeah. you know, a lot of older people are passing away and the chil- the kids are selling the properties, correct? Yes. There's a They're lot of estate there. sales. A lot of estate sales. So now just on an off, you know, off the thing on the side, Angie, our tech lady is looking for a one bedroom co-op, are you? Or condo? Co-op. So if you know any one-bedroom co-ops in North Riverdale, (laughs) you please let me know. Um, So tell us, you were a student at Manhattan College. Yes. And how did all this start? Like, what was your first... How did you become involved in community outreach? Well, first of all, I had the most phenomenal four years at Manhattan College. 
everyone there was amazing. All the professors, go Jaspers, all my friends, classmates. It was, you know, such a bittersweet end graduating this past May. Now I'm, you know, adjusted to post-grad life, thankfully, but it was a really, really rough transition. Um, There's just so many organizations and club on campus, both internal for the school and also external partnering, you know, cleaning up Bruce Park and, you know, partnering with this local pantry and this and that and POTS, which is parts of the solution in the Bronx. Webster, yeah. Correct. And Fordham Bedford Housing, et cetera. And, you know, I got to know uh, Selma and Sarah from the Friendly Fridge. Who we absolutely love and adore. Exactly. Ditto to that. And I actually met Lee Michelle from Moms Feed the Bronx. She's a local resident who founded this initiative in which local moms would cook meals and bring it to the fridge, but also they were partner of Riverdale Country School as well as other local organizations to redirect excess food to the fridge and the local pantries. So I'd help out by volunteering and then I grew and grew and got to know everyone. And, you know, it's absolutely amazing. So... On campus, we have Campus Ministry and Social Action, which mm-hmm. is basically an organization about nonprofits and volunteering, just doing good, no matter how big or small, right. for others. And one of the main initiatives we did was our annual Thanksgiving food drive in which we would partner with both students and faculty on campus, but also other organizations around the campus. So the Four Bronx Project, and then you know my co-op Skyview on the Hudson, and you know just we'd post the word, and we'd get a food drive. You know, collect all these different types of foods, canned, good, etc. And right before Thanksgiving, we'd bring them. We'd set up tables at the fridge, and we'd have a huge turnout. It's, it's just really great to see so many people coming together. And you know, it's also quite shocking just filling up the you know the trunk of my car and making all those trips. It's also a little tiring. It was tiring. quite a sight to see. Oh yeah, but also partnering on with other organizations. So you know, we did the clothing drive at Skyview, which you also. I do want to shout out Skyview. The Four Bronx truck went there, and Skyview came by and dropped off clothes to redirect to local Bronx shelter. So thank you, Skyview. Exactly, and looking forward to doing more in the future. Yes, I think I should be your guest at the Skyview pool. Oh, anytime. I don't think they're ready for this bikini body, but you know. You know, somebody's going by quickly. (laughs) I I might have to make my debut soon. (laughs) So, um, okay, so you you made all these connections and you graduated from Manhattan College. How are you, how do you keep this going post-grad life? Well, now that I'm working full-time, it's a little more difficult to find time because there's only just so much time in the day. Um, But, you know, I don't want that to be a deterrent to everything I do. So thankfully, there's still so many committed individuals. And I try to devote as much time as possible, especially on evenings and weekends, into helping right. out. So, you know, we'll just see where that path takes us. You know, I don't want it to end, you know, now that I'm graduating. You know, I, I literally told everyone on campus, don't forget about me. I literally live a few blocks north. Right. I will come and do anything, anytime. You know, you have my number, you have my email. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. Just because I graduate doesn't mean it's over. It's just the beginning. Yeah, it's just exactly. It is just the beginning. Now, here's like a fun question. Uh, Which businesses do you personally go to and support? Shout them out. Oh, well, where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I can't just sit here and not talk about Bronx Burger House. Oh, I mean. I mean, you know. come on. <laughs> There's so many amazing businesses. You're making me blush. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. There's so many amazing amazing businesses all throughout. I mean, I think there's a little something to cater to every specific need and want. You know, I'm never complaining, oh, I wish we had this. I wish we had that. You know, I think everything checks the box. I'm not picky at all. I love Emiliano's. Shout okay. out to Franca and Emiliano. Right. Because it feels like home. What they did in there is 
absolutely amazing. The neighborhood really needed that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'll still go to Arthur Avenue, but it's good to have something right at your front door. Absolutely. Um, what else? I mean, Salvatore's is also great classic for so long it's been here all these little cafes early bird what they do i love their marketing and they're so creative they are heather and katie yeah yeah and you know they're also my neighbors you know they're great oh yeah i didn't know that yeah so there's just so many great businesses and you know it's i always try to support them as much as possible so if you want like a good like birthday dinner where are you going where am i going i mean Becofino's is great. It's very intimate. On Mashaloo, yeah. Yes. If I want a good old burger, good music and dancing, of course, I'm going to head down to the Burger House. Oh, we're a good old time. <laughs> now, you know Becofino and Burger House are sister restaurants. Yes, of course. You know that. Of course. Not too far-fetched either. <laughs> <laughs> I also love a lot of the Asian restaurants, Palace of Japan, Tokyo House, Anise, you know, always a fun time there too. Yeah. There's just so many good places. Um, where do you go grocery shopping? Are your family? So, we actually always make the trek every week to Costco up in Yonkers because we're a pretty big family. Right. But, you know, you always find me walking down the hill to key food whenever I need to get my little last minute staples and stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, also, you can't forget about Garden Gourmet. Garden Gourmet is an amazing neighborhood um, store, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so um, I love, you ever go to Lot Less on Broadway? It's like that discount store? No, I think I've heard of it, but no. Oh, man, you get, like, discount. You Sometimes you go down there, you get, like, Nike things for, like, eight ninety nine. Oh, wow. Very, very stylish on a, <laughs> on, a, on a budget, for sure. So I love that you go out and you support all these businesses. So now you recently became a member of the board of Riverdale Main Streets Alliance? Correct. So what is the mission of Riverdale Main Streets Alliance and discuss some of your upcoming projects? Sure, so um, not too long ago, I used to work with Albert Levy, who is actually, again, a neighbor of mine, and he had a law firm up in North Riverdale. He's now over at the courthouse, but he has been involved with RMSA for quite a while now. And he's like, you know, why don't you get involved? You know, it'd be, you know, if the shoe fits, you know? Right. So, it's not like you don't have experience, my God. <laughs> So, you know, their board is made up by quite an impressive array of individuals, whether it's local business owners, politicians, um, even people in the city, you know, a lot of expertise, a lot of different fields and industries. And whenever we have meetings together, it's just a really thoughtful and fruitful discussion of opinions and thoughts in bettering the community. Our main goal is beautification. I think that's extremely important, especially for a small community that's also very green as ours. In New York City, you don't really get that. Beautification is not easy to be found in New York City, so we're a complete nonprofit. Everything we do is our own time, energy, and out of our own pockets as well. We rely on memberships. I believe a annual individual membership is only $50. Okay. And all of that goes to beautification efforts such as planting, cleaning up trash. Uh, there's been a lot of installations of pollinator gardens, even on uh, Fielson Road in Mosley. Yes, I saw that. Yes. Yes. And also murals. So one of the projects that we're working on on that corner, too, is creating a beautiful new mural on the side of the Chinese takeout place, which is an empty bare wall for years now. Yes. And, you know, a mural just that ties in all the nature and community, you know, flowers, butterflies, you know, birds, skies, sun, etc. You know, just visual, small visual appealing things like that can make a huge difference. Absolutely. I went to Nashville last year and there's so many murals. I feel like every town has murals. We don't have mm-hmm. it. Even South Broadway and Yonkers has some beautiful murals up and down oh, yes. Broadway. And I am totally, totally for that mural. I think it would make 
it just makes you happier. Yes, of course. You know, and I mean, why? Who who would not want a mural as opposed to a bare wall? Mm-hmm. So I'm all for that. Now, if somebody wants to donate to make this mural happen, where do they go? They could find us on Instagram. I believe it's at RMSABX or our website, Riverdale Main Streets Alliance. So it's quite easy to find. Um, every other Tuesday this summer until the end of September, we're doing cleanups starting at 7 p.m. We meet at Riverdale Avenue and West 258th Street. Okay. And basically, we do either go on Riverdale Avenue, Moshaloo, or Broadway, and we just, any trash there is, pick it up. Any plantings there is, flowers, just overall maintenance like that right because you can't always rely on the city to do everything because it's going to take a while so you got to get out there and do it yourself now anybody can come and meet you and help clean up anyone and everyone okay that's that's great i think there's a lot of people who would like to do that but they don't know how so that's that's great that you shared that with us now i do have a confession to make yes and i'm like really i don't i'm like so nervous to say this because there's two gentlemen who work on the across from the burger house there's like a triangle it's called Sheridan Triangle and they're always planting do you know who I'm talking about they have a dog yes Neil and David they're actually my next door neighbors they're amazing and we always you know when they ask we give them water for Mm -hmm. the watering thing Um, so you know I have a lot of admirers who are older gentlemen okay Okay. (laughs) so I have this one his name is Billy he is a disabled vet Vietnam veteran so he brought me this beautiful pink flower into the burger house. He's like, this is for you. So it's like, oh my God, thank you. He stole it from that garden. I am so sorry. I was mortified. And so I like screamed at him. I was like, don't ever do that. Oh my God, the Riverdale Main Street's gonna be knocking at my door. Where's the flower? So they did steal a pink flower. He did steal that from me. I'm sorry, I had to make this confession. Don't worry, you're off the hook because we have <laughs> connections, but we'll make sure that we plan it next Tuesday. <laughs> you please, you have to plan. There's one flower missing from that. And it's it's so beautiful and they're so dedicated to beautifying that that triangle and it makes everyone feel great around it you know yeah and not just beautifying we also like to have a little fun events to get people together there's comedy nights just this past June we had the Riverdale Main Street Alliance block party on Riverdale right. Avenue which was a complete hit we had live music performances and so many vendors and you know farmers market and mini golf and stilt walkers and face painting and it was just great seeing people together it was an all day event of successful shindig right and you know it's just nice to have these little things to get people together Absolutely. Absolutely, and people need something to look forward to. Yeah. I know I do. Yeah. I love seeing these events and, and different things, and, and it's just nice when all of our, you know, the local nonprofits and all the community organizers can come together and produce something beautiful for the community. And, you know, Riverdale Main Streets Alliance has been nothing but a supporter of all things that we do here at Fort Bronx, and so, you know, we really, really, um, you know, let's work together and, and do some amazing things in the future. I know you're a big supporter of Riverdale Pride. Any for diversity and a more inclusive Riverdale so if we can be of any assistance or any help please let us know and you know vice versa oh I speak on behalf of everyone I say 100% yeah so what is a fun fact about you oh, gee. that people may not know I'd have to think that through to give you a good answer I mean and don't say that you're a flower snatcher we have too many of them already <laughs> I mean back to the San Pellegrino I drink at least one of these a day I'm a San Pellegrino addict. Um, There's worse things. I taught myself how to play tennis throughout the height of the pandemic. I like to host paint and sips, get people drunk while teaching them how to paint. Sounds amazing. (laughs) Drink responsibly. Um, I used to love watching Dog the Bounty Hunter when I was a kid. Yeah, that's probably the first. That you've heard that, right? Okay, that's the first. (laughs) Yeah, that's the first time I've heard that. 
Um, what else? I mean, I share a birthday with my dad, which that's kind of cool. Best birthday gift anyone could receive. What day is that? <laughs> January fifteenth. We're wow, Capricorns. What a, what a cool birthday present. That's super cool. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, now, generally speaking, what is your favorite thing about our community? And what's one thing that we can improve on? Well, the first thing I to think off the top of my head is the first question you asked me, which is the people, of course. Um, one thing we can improve on is, I think even on Facebook, as evident as you may know firsthand, is we always get a lot of complaints. So people want this, people want that. I have no that. idea, really. No, <laughs> and I think it's, you know, it's very easy to, you know, babble on Facebook and, you know, this and that and this and that. But it's rare that you see these people getting out there and making a change themselves. You know, if you want this cleaned, why don't you go out and do it yourself? Or you want this beautified, why don't you help them volunteer at this? Or spread the word on this? Or join this organization? Or come to this event? Or or go to a community board meeting if you have an issue. Why don't you go and be part of the solution? Exactly. exactly. Try this new restaurant. Try Tabala right here. Beautiful Mexican restaurant. Cochina Kente. I mean, there's just Liebman's, which is a classic. Another one I forgot to mention oh many an afternoon was spent leaving yeah. so i think one thing that we could definitely improve on is uh you know a stronger community is a unified community right so getting more participants you know and that's something that lacks but you know we're getting there of course we're getting there and you're always going to have people who you know are like naysayers and yeah. people that you know, they, they're not supportive. And, you know, I've learned that firsthand. I'm sure you have as well. Yeah. And you just have to keep going, you know. Now when you have events, if, you know, especially with Riverdale Pride, how I feel is like, you know, if one, if one person comes to Pride and finds out more about who they are, you know, or feels better about their decision, you know, what they want to do in life or, you know, who they, who they love. And if one person leaves feeling amazing, then that job was accomplished and you know it's with any when you become you know involved in the community you're always going to get a little bit of pushback and feedback but you know if you have that goal and you remain focused it doesn't really matter because you know you just have to see who you're helping and and things like that yeah. um so now let me ask you this if you're going to take me out for a drink this evening, where are we going? Oh, you and tell me. And please don't say Bronx Burger House. <laughs> I love the Bronx Burger. <laughs> I don't want to go for a drink there. No. You tell me. I mean, we could go to Yucca and get a good passion fruit drink. Oh. Or Tabala. I love their little cocktails. Also very, very aesthetic. And you know, I love that. You love all about the aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we could even go to Delage. Delage here. Oh yeah, on Fridays. They have champagne blowouts. So yes. cool. We'll give us some good champagne. I'm he, sure. He I, he would only have the best champagne. I'm assuming. Oh, I mean, that is so called Delage. Yeah. So, am I saying Delage, right? Deli. Deli. Well, yeah. I say Delage. It sounds yeah. a little, you know. It's okay. Albanian last names are very tricky, as you may know. They're very fancy, too. Oh, yeah. Delage, you know. <laughs> um, so, we can, where can we find Brown Howard Stevens if we're looking for them? Well, my office is on Park and 56. Park and 56. We have an office here in Riverdale on Johnson Avenue, right in the heart of the avenue. Okay. Um, you could pretty much find me any day running up and down the city, maybe on the Metro North platform or taking a hike down the rolling hills to Wave Hill or playing tennis. Um, I'm all over the internet. You know, if you could pronounce my, if you could spell my name correctly, you'll be able to find me on Google, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, I think you should spell it for people. Spell it. Yeah. So Dennis with one N and then Hajia, H-A-X-H-I-J-A. 
Okay. And if we want to find out more about Riverdale Main Streets, where do we go for So that? RMSABX on Instagram or the okay. Riverdale Main Streets Alliance website, which is, you know, that should be the first result on Google. And I think if anyone, you know, wants to become involved in the community, especially someone who's younger, a student, do you have like a, a professional email or any, you know, not a personal email, but where can they find you? Well, I have my, you know, work email and my professional email. So, I mean, you could reach out to me via there or on social media. You know, I even have my art portfolio, artbydennis.net. You could message me directly on that platform as well. So, you're an artist? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yes. Who you paint? Yes. So, actually, it was, you know, I've always been into art. You know, I'm an art addict. But throughout the pandemic, I would paint a lot more. I actually also taught art to school-age children at Brilliant Minds Learning Center, which I is where Emiliano's that. is now. I did like be, I knew you do the paint and sips, but I yeah. didn't know. Yes, yeah, so I, I've always loved art. I used to paint a lot more, especially throughout the pandemic. Now it's died down a bit, but I do have a portfolio online, okay. artbydennis.net, where I showcase all of my paintings throughout the years you know, on display. That's amazing. And you know we do a gallery here. Oh, of course. A, at yes, KRBC been, Gallery 505. Yes, I've been to some of the You should reach out there. to Linda and Linda Manning and see if we'd love to, you know, see if that could work it out. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, so Dennis, I want to thank you so much for coming and stopping by. Oh, any and excuse. And bringing me to San Pellegrino. Any excuse I could get to hang out with you, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> so this, this concludes episode seven of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. We will see you next time for episode eight. Well, friends, that wraps up another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, email me today at laura4bronx at gmail.com. Join us next time.